Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Lele Soccer Hub Podcast. My name is Gio Garcia. Today we have another special episode. I got my co-host Jen Flores. Jen, how you doing? Doing great, Gio. I'm excited to get um, talking about some MLS action today. Yeah, big news around the MLS. A lot of teams returning back to actions, you know, back to the outdoor facilities. Um, you know, we saw a lot of different teams. Uh, I saw the first video from that was uh, them screening the players, you know, like they had the, the, the trainers and stuff scanning for the, you know, the, if they had a fever or whatever. So it looked, it looked pretty cool. It looked promising. You also saw the players with masks. You also saw them using hand sanitizer. So that's like the new normal of players. But nevertheless, it's excited to see those players out there, you know, kicking a ball and, you know, passing the ball out with their teammates. Right. Absolutely. You know, we're getting a glance into – uh, what the near future is going to look like once everything returns to what I believe is the new normal. You know, many people discuss going back to normal, but I think that what we're, what we should wait to see is, is a new type of normal. And we see it in videos such as the one that Sporting Kansas City put out and also Inter-Miami players returning to action as well as other MLS teams. Um, so it's interesting to see how they're approaching it. Um, it's great to see players protecting themselves uh, using hand sanitizer as needed, as well as wearing masks and gloves. And we also saw it in, in other leagues this morning. Um, we saw players of the La Liga coming back to action in, in Barcelona and exactly. also at Real Madrid. So we're, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how the next few weeks play out. Yeah, and we also got word that obviously like Bundesliga is going to come in like the second half of May, which is going to be exciting. So there's going to be soccer there. And I should mention, by the way, the leagues say all workouts are strictly voluntary. No one is being forced to leave their homes. Mm-hmm. But the MLS believes it's safer for their players to work out like in a controlled environment rather than somewhere like a public park. Um, you know, players still won't right. have access to certain things like team facilities, locker rooms, gyms and training rooms. But at least they're able to work out together in the grass, you know, like in a professional capacity. Right. And it's also important to notice the allotted space that these players are given and also goes, um, it reflects on how players are approaching this, how teams are approaching it with their, the given space that they have. And at Inter-Miami, we see that they have multiple fields and a great amount of space for their players to distance. So this makes me wonder, about other teams uh, of our LA teams and how Mm -hmm. they're approaching this um, with the given space that they have. I mean, I've never been able to um, personally 
be at an LAFC facility, but I do wonder if space is a factor when it comes to allowing these players to return. I, well, obviously, I've been there a lot to LAFC's practice. I mean, they do have, like, one big field where mm-hmm. they do everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, just for the for the main team, yeah. Like, I mean, for the uh, the first team that's there, I know sometimes they bring some of the academy players. I can't see any academy players, but um, LAFC team, there's enough space for them to do okay. uh, everything on the field. Obviously, LA Galaxy has, like, you know, 30 fields and stuff, right, so they have right. more more than enough room. Mm-hmm. Um, but LA, LAFC um, does have enough room. And you mentioned, too, one thing is, like, interesting about, like, uh, the LA teams is, like, I feel like LA and obviously, like, New York, the bigger cities, they've been more of a strict on just everything. And I know, like, the mayor of LA had previously said that no live sporting events or concerts were, would be in LA until 2021, right. um, which is crazy. I think we'll slowly start to see the LA teams, not just the soccer clubs, but also NBA teams. You got, like, I mean, the Lakers and the Clippers and all those other teams. Um, I think they're going to start to ease because eventually these teams do have to go to practice facilities. Um, and I see, I'm reading a quote here. The MLS is waiting until at least May 15th to lift the, the monitorium of games and all that stuff. So I think with the mayor and the teams, obviously the two biggest clubs – and, and the MLS are not out there, which is, I know I bet if you're an LAFC player or you're an LA Galaxy player, you're watching these videos in your apartment, in your home, whatever. It's probably, it has to be killing you when you mm-hmm. see the competition already out there. You know what I'm saying? That that kind of that kind of has to, you know, in a way suck and kind of hurt in a way. But I know they're going to work as fast as they can with with the government, you know, with the local governments to be out there. Right. And I'm sure, you know, team team trainers have a plan in place for their players but like you say it must feel a little different not being able to show up to your training facility for these players um, because there's only so much you can do from the comfort of your home in terms of working out and it's not the same uh, you know smelling the grass or putting on a pair of cleats or kicking a soccer ball Um, it's not the same being home so I do wonder what what these players are thinking and how ahead of the of the game are the teams returning to play now are going to be compared to those who haven't returned? Yeah, because, I mean, when the MLS, I mean, they're only a couple weeks in once this whole COVID-19 started. I mean, mm-hmm. and, I mean, teams like LAFC and LA Galaxy, they were just, I mean, everybody was, you know, in shape and all this. Now you got to wonder, like, you know, some players have been working out. I'm assuming other players haven't. Um, but it's never the same once you're in a team environment and stuff. So I think that's gonna take a couple of weeks for everybody um, to get to get used to. But I think the teams that aren't training right now, like I said, it has to be killing them because I feel like they have these other teams have a they got a day of training ahead of them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't think in, in that sense is it's necessarily fair. But I mean, uh, LAFC, LA Galaxy, they're gonna have to be able to work with what they got. You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, so transitioning over, um, I want to talk about this topic. We, You and I had uh, mentioned it and made news, obviously, last week when the U.S. judge, a U.S. Women's National Federal Judge, uh, denied the request um, of the Women's National Team. Um, it was a big blow for the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, the lawsuit, um, I was surprised, I think, 
everybody was surprised. Um, what I'm hearing, a lot of people don't feel like the judge was, uh, was like, did not know how the pay structure worked. And there was incentive, there was more incentives from one read from article from Business Insider. But there was more incentives for the males and the women. Um, obviously, the men did not qualify for the 2018 World Cup. Mm-hmm. The women uh, have won more. They won actual World Cups and stuff. So, in a way, I do. For me, like obviously, there's no debate. The women produces more than the men on the field, and also in jer- jerseys and salaries. I mean, I think they're fighting for 66 million in damages. To me, I look at if you're the U.S. Federation, like you let it get to that point, even though you won the case or whatever, like you got to, you know, come together because this does, this does not look good on you. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be able after all this thing come together, well, even though the judge ruled for you, like you still got to, I feel like pay them out something, you know, mm-hmm. because this, this does not, this does not show that like, you know, the Federation is unionized, you know, when you have these women that are exceeding at this highest level and they're winning the World Cup, you know, and right. they're just asking, you know, they're they're not just like, oh yeah, we're just going to these things. No, we're actually winning the whole thing. And we have superstar players, you know, and you also got uh other superstar um uh players like Sue Bird, who's uh Megan Rapino's uh, girlfriend, she went on like un- uninterrupted and just ripped uh, the judges ruling and everything. So it's, I mean, it's big in, in like women's culture, but also just in sports culture. And I kind of just want to get your thoughts, Jen. Right. You know, it's obviously a huge blow and incredibly disappointing, um, especially as a huge fan, as, as a fan of the team and a fan of the individuals that the players are. I think that, you know, their, their fight for equality is very inspiring. And as they say, um, that team doesn't give up and, and this is not the time to give up. And I have full confidence that they'll come back stronger and come back fighting as they deserve um, for their equal pay. You know, at this point, it's not about settling. It's about, you know, you know, taking what you deserve. And these players have shown that they are more than deserving of that money that they're asking. And if not, if more, much more, you know, um, incredible team uh fighters champions to say the least i think that it's an incredible disappointment to not have the the judge rule in their favor yeah yeah it's a big blow and it like i said prize and everything about this is just gonna motivate these women even more um right i think the way it comes look at um you know, and I feel like the women aren't getting as much respect on here. And I think that's, I think that's the biggest thing more than the money for them mm-hmm. is just that they don't get the same respect as the men. Yeah. And they're also, because, it's not, it's not just money that they're fighting for. They're also fighting for travel equality. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just about the compensation. It's about the treatment and about the respect, which is, which is very telling in, in the ongoing situation. Exactly. Yeah, it's very it's very tense. And I know there's probably not that much money being made right now. So maybe that $66 million is probably steep for the Federation. Um, but I mean, with everything going on, I mean, this is just bad PR. Either no matter, no matter what way you look at it, for like the US Federation, US Soccer I mean, Federation is just, it's just a bad look no matter what, you know what I'm saying? I mean, 
they've saved so much money and not paying them already that money shouldn't even be an issue to them. They've been so unfair um, from the very beginning. So uh, I think that at this point, the Federation to me does not have any excuses as to why they're not compensating these, these women, you know? Yeah. And I, and I remember like reading back a couple like weeks ago that they said uh, who, I, I don't know who, but they said the reason why they weren't paying is because the, the women weren't as physically strong as a man or something, something like that. It was a quote, something like that. I don't know if you, if you read that, but I remember seeing that and I was like, this is so dumb. Like, why would you uh, they, they cited like something, they cited something about the men's game, uh, the women's game, not being as demanding as a men's game. But I just think that these are, you know, unfair justifications to their unfair treatment. Yeah. And it, it just goes to show that they, these women still have to fight for a lot more. They still have to earn a little bit more respect. Um, but they will. I think, I hope this sparks something, whether it's like a big, you know, a big male figure or something like that. Like you saw Kobe was at the women, U.S. Women's National Team. I hope that kind of sparks another superstar male athlete helps to push forward the U.S. Women's National Team. I think that will happen. Right. And, you know, I'm very, I, the, what Kobe was doing for the women's game was very admirable, but it's just a shame that more people aren't stepping up and that, you know, a, a, a dominant male figure has to step in in order for people to realize this. But I do think that it starts with the fans and their treatment of the players, their respect towards the players. And we often see on social media that um, many men do not have the respect that they have. Um, for male sports um as they do you know and so i think that yeah yeah yeah, for the women so um it's a shame and we're always i think that we're far from this going away so every time i go on social media and scroll under someone's tweet you know it's always some vulgar message or some unfair message that shouldn't be directed towards a professional player so it's a shame and we have a long ways to go and it starts with everyone supporting each other but again it's just about advocacy and advocating for these women yeah and i think something i know it's tough but i think something positive something good is going to come in the long term even though it does it does seem like an l for the women's national team i think in the grand scheme of things and the macro of things they're gonna win. So moving on, uh, today Christian Ramirez shared his custom cleats by P- PBJ Customs. Um, mm-hmm. Did did you see that? Like he was honoring the legendary Kobe Bryant. I think you posted this. It was Kobe yes. Duncan. You know, he had one side of the shoe is Kobe Duncan on the Lakers jersey. The other one's yeah. the USA. He has a USA number ten jersey. And the inside of the cleat, he put the five NBA championships. Um, he also has a Mamba uh, Mamba Academy logo on there. And in the back of the cleats, on the back side of the cleats, you have the number 24 on the left side and number 8 on the uh, on the right side. MVP on the left side and the Kobe logo on the right side. These cleats are incredible. Like, the probably the best, the most incredible cleats I've ever seen. An amazing tribute to a legendary player. Um, you know, as, as I stumbled across them on Twitter, uh, it was, you know amazing to see um such artistry coming from this creative so you know it's interesting 
Christian Ramirez mentioned something about either wearing them or framing them. And I think that these absolutely should be framed. Um, they're incredible cleats. I, I think one of one can't be replicated. Um, and a great tribute to Kobe Bryant, who's dearly missed by everyone in every sport. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, those are, those are, you're right. They're almost like so smooth. Like, why mm-hmm. do you want to, you know, like, May, if you are going to play them, get two done. You know what I'm saying? Because I did yeah. go, I did go on the, uh, on the guy, uh, PVJ Customs Instagram, and I saw how he posted, he posted on a story how he did it step by step, how he yeah. spray painted it and like, you know, colored it and did it. And it, it's just like, wow, man, like, how I, I want a pair. Like, you know, yeah. those are so sick. Like, like anybody that loved Kobe or admired Kobe, like, this is just, this is like a piece of art, you know? It definitely takes a lot of talent, and he displayed that very well. Um, it's always great to see Kobe being honored, um, especially in, in different sports. It shows you how uh, well-rounded of a player he was, or how well-rounded of an inspiration he was to us all. Yeah, very big and touched every single sport. I mean, you even saw Neymar. Um, Neymar honored him in his Instagram when he passed away. So many different players from so many different sports. Um, but Jen, last last night was Cinco de Mayo. Did you do anything last night? I did celebrate not. In quarantine? I did not celebrate in quarantine, but I do have an upcoming celebration to uh, celebrate my graduation. So I'm thinking of ways in, uh, to celebrate that. So um, yeah, when, when is it? When when is that? When do you graduate? Uh, my commencement would have been May 18th, so oh, um, if anyone has any tips on how to celebrate in quarantine, I'm all ears. <laughs> yeah, did yeah, you do maybe, anything? You may. Uh, I just I had a cup of margaritas, uh, you know, just ate some food. Yeah. Still, did you have Taco Tuesday? I did not. I did see LeBron. It was LeBron's day with Taco Tuesday, but I oh, did not. Oh, absolutely. I did Everyone, not have the way he was. I did, not, I did have some, but I did not have it the way he was celebrating. You know, I did see I did see him in his IG. But you know what's the craziest thing? I saw that uh, Taco or Taco Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo landed on Taco Tuesday. And then there's mm-hmm. this meme. It was like Cinco de Mayo lands on Taco Tuesday. But it's also it's also something. What was the word? I, I can't remember, but it was also the the bad thing about it is that it was due to Corona. Right? Oh, boy. And so they kind of did the beer thing. I don't know. I got to pull the meme and it, it kind of made me laugh and it kind of made you wonder like, damn, since this whole coronavirus thing, I don't think I ever want to have another corona. And I kind of have to feel bad for the people, you know, the <laughs> business owners or the company that owns, I think it's Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, whoever owns Corona. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you don't really want to get associated with that. And I don't, I don't I've never really liked Corona. I'm a Dos Equis type of guy. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. What what about you? Do you have a do you have a preference beer between no. Corona or Dos Equis? No beer preference here. Are you even a beer drinker? Do you drink beer? I, I normally don't drink alcohol. Oh, okay. There's yeah. Nothing, there's but nothing there's, nothing, not wrong with, there's nothing, nothing wrong with nothing wrong with it. It's just a personal thing. Yeah, I honestly I don't blame you because I mean I haven't drank beer in a while, but it does, you know, it does fill you up pretty, pretty quick. Absolutely. And alcohol. If you have too many, too many drinks, you have a hangover the next morning. Yeah, but you know, one or, a margarita right doesn't thing. hurt. A margarita doesn't hurt anyone. 
Nah, yeah, maybe one here and there doesn't hurt. Just maybe drink responsibly. <laughs> we sound like an ad right now. Yeah, you know? we're we're just encouraging you all to drink, but drink responsibly. Yeah, but this message is brought to you by. No, just <laughs> no sponsors what? yet. No sponsors just yet, but we're we are slowly gonna work on that. Absolutely, the sponsors, you know. Um, but we also nothing another thing that we did happen. We got our Play Soccer Hub podcast logo. We um, did. It's so incredible. My sister. Yeah, she was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool, guys. Check it out. You can actually see. I don't know if you've seen it, Jen. It's I, I did upload it. It should be on Spotify or Anchor. Um, mm-hmm. It was funny because when I, I, I my sister is an incredible graphic designer, and and I didn't even know. I didn't even know she had been working for like, you know, for like two years. She'd been going to school. She had briefly told me about it, but I never thought anything about it because I never, growing up, like I never saw her. Like I saw her on the computer, but I never saw her like mess around stuff. And she's yeah. much younger than me. So when I, you know, when I sent her, I, I sent you that thing that she did of Chicharito Vela. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, I was like super impressed. And then so then like this came up to me and then she's like, well, what do you want? And I was just like, well, I want like a podcast and then like some like, you know, like like a speaker and stuff. And then I kind of just gave her some things and then she gave us like three or four different things. And it's pretty incredible. Do Is there anywhere where we can follow her work? I, you, that's what I've been trying to tell her. But she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't have she has she doesn't have an Instagram for her graphic design. But she has like a personal one. And she should. That's why that. That, that, that's honestly that's what I told her because she she's so incredible talented. I was like, you should post your work. Right. But yeah. I like if you see her personal account, you would never think she was a graphic designer. You would never never think. I know I've talked to her about it, but right now she's. Uh, I mean, may it may be time for her to start. Um, yeah, you know, exposing her, her own work. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, as of right now, she's helping us. So shout out to my sister for helping us with that logo. Um, Jen, I think that's it. I don't know. Do you have anything else um, to add before nothing we wrap else. this up? Nothing, nothing else. else. Very excited for the MLS to kick back up. Yeah, no, I'm very, very excited for that. Um, guys, if you're on phone, us just yet, follow us on Instagram at MLS, uh, excuse me, LA Soccer Hub. On Facebook, we just got the Twitter and Instagram. Um, we're posting all our content there, sharing all the stuff there. And also mm-hmm. this podcast you can listen to on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Anchor. We're on Google Podcasts, and we're slowly going to be on Apple News. I mean, Apple Podcasts on Apple. Um, we're just waiting. I'm just waiting for the email, and then we'll be on there. And then, ho- and then we'll be able to get people to give us reviews on the podcast, which is going to yeah. help the podcast a lot. So I think that's going to be it. Jen, can you let the people know where they can follow you? They can follow me at Legendary Photos on Instagram and Twitter, but that's Legendary with a J. Legendary with a J, yeah. Replace the G with a J. Yep. And guys, Jen you guys Jen. can follow. Yep. And guys, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Gio Garcia LA. And that's gonna wrap up the second episode.